Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, I'm your host Mark, and joining me once again is Ursats. Hello guys, back. Back, back at, at it. it. Um, And you've written us lore today, which is super cool. Uh, I'm excited to share. Normally we just get to read other people's stuff. Yes, so, so I was bored <laughs> and had some time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I kind of was around at the the concept of this one when it started, and it, it's yeah, yeah. going to be interesting to see how it kind of evolved. I went quite. I I think I had a bit too much time. It's like two thousand words of time. Yeah, I I got two thousand and eighty six <laughs> words here. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> and if you write at my pace, that's at least fucking. Hmm. That's a lot of time. <laughs> oh, I was writing it on planes during work trips as well. <laughs> At <laughs> yes, the night time. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so you've written about a Space Marine chapter called The Redactors. Um, do you want to yeah. give us a one-sentence teaser before we dive into it? Okay, so so as most, most 40K players, I have a, a massive pile of gray plastic. And what better way to fix the problem, then make the chapter that is the easiest to paint ever. Uh-huh. So I, I won't try to spoil it, but they are very easy to paint. So <laughs> please. So that's the You're lore. Welcome. You know, the chapter yeah. serfs are in charge of this one. They got sick of painting all the fancy heraldry. Their hands are cramping yeah, exactly. up. Like, we just, <laughs> we just want to just try want the something dip simple. Yeah, <laughs> the dip technique. Yeah, yes. just grab the space marines by the helmet with a, cra- a servo arm, dip them in some yeah. melt oil. Done. Do a little shake. <laughs> yeah, air dryers. Perfect. <laughs> well, uh, let let's start reading and let's see where this uh, takes us. Uh, we'll just jump back and forth between paragraphs. I'll I'll start. I think. Okay. Chapter name: Redactors. Founding: Redacted. Believed to be early M or early 31st millennium. Gene seed origin redacted. Homeworld fleet based upon the black ships. Notable battles redacted. <laughs> Keeping things easy. That? I like it. was like maybe two weeks ago where the whole thing. Yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the way to write, though. You say you wrote something and you just don't write anything, but it, you <laughs> technically did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, this one doesn't seem to be that redacted, but there's some of that theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the theme is there. Prevalent. <laughs> yeah. Heraldry. The redactors don pitch black armor, devoid of symbols, insignias, with glowing golden eye lenses. 
The redactors are a highly secretive and non-codex compliant space marine chapter, shrouded in mystery and fear. Commissioned directly by the Ordo Hereticus, they are entrusted with the task of overseeing the eradication of chaos taint within Imperial worlds, plagued by ins uh, insurgencies. The chapter operates in close collaboration with the Sisters of Silent aboard their black ships. While the Sisters hunt for psychers to bolster the ranks of the Imperium, the Redactors hunt down those who have succumbed to the influence of chaos or have delved too deep into forbidden knowledge, swiftly disposing of them. They wear, that they wear armor that resembles a void of pitch black, uh, accentuated only by striking golden lenses. Their sleek, unblemished armor seems to absorb light, leaving observers unsettled and fearful of their ominous presence. <clears throat> um, why did you go with gold lenses? I thought that the emperor is gold, so let's do... I wanted to do red, but I thought, you know, let's stand out a little bit, have some some form of imperial ah, yeah the light of the emperor is in their eyes okay yeah perfect in their awry silence they exude the un an unexplainable aurora that sends shivers down the spines of those around them alongside them stand tall women clad in silver armor emanating an aurora that instills deep-rooted unease in anyone who is close to them and causes nausea to those who dare gaze upon them Armed with peculiar weaponry, the redactors possess an, the uncanny ability to instantly incapacitate their adversaries by shooting small needles from their wrists. On the battlefield, the redactors are a nightmarish sight, striking terror into the hearts of their enemies. Their dark, imposing appearance and enigmatic abilities make them, um, make them, them an enigma that inspires dread, and those who encounter them are left haunted by the memory of their encounter. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, the redactors stand as the embodiment of fear and dread coming without warning and leaving forgotten. The redactors' ability to erase all traces of their existence makes them the perfect tool to lead those who have seen the dam back to the Emperor's light. They move like ghosts in darkness, striking fear into the hearts of those they encounter and leaving behind an only an unsettling absence of recollection. In the annals of history, their name is masked in dread by those who unknowingly cross paths with these phantom angels of erasure. I love that line. Phantom angels oh, yeah. of erasure. Yeah. I thought I need to put angels in there somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, erase is just such a good word. Yeah. Um, okay. Weapons and tools. Number one, Shadowfall Needler. Wrist-mounted needler, specialized needles. The redactors weld a unique and fearsome weapon known as the Shadowfall Needler. This wrist-mounted device launches small needle projectiles at incredible speed and precision, coated with a special toxin developed by the chapter's apocatheries. The Shadowfall Needler is equipped with specialized needles, each with its own unique effect. Psydart. This needle temporarily blocks psychic powers of weaker psychers while lessening the effectiveness of stronger psychers, leaving them vulnerable and sometimes unable to muster their full abilities during combat. Amnesia Dart. When struck by this dart, those affected enter a trance-like state, causing them to become sluggish or be s susceptible to suggestion making interrogation or manipulation easier for the redactors. Poison Dart. 
The poison-infused needle causes those affected to become violently ill, severely weakening their combat capacity, uh, capabilities, there we go, and rendering them incapacitated. Auradactors possess pinpoint accuracy with the Shadowfall Needler, honed through rigorous training and the blessings of the Emperor. The mastery of these specialized darts, combined with their stealthy and enigmatic tactics, solidifies the Redactor's reputation as the Emperor's shadowy enforcers, striking with deadly precision and leaving no trace behind. Their Shadowfall Needler is a versatile and deadly tool, allowing them to execute various tactical approaches with efficiency and ruthlessness. Number two, Vibroblade, Dagger. The Redactor's melee weapon of choice is the Vibroblade, a finely crafted dagger that animates. Uh, ah, oh, here we go. I've made too many big words. Animates <laughs> <laughs> a dark aura of malviolence, or maleficence, there we go, forged from rare and enigmatic materials and edged with the same diamond hard silica glass as the Sisters Executioner Great Blades. The Vibroblades are obtained from the Sisters of Silence as a token of their enduring partnership. The Vibroblade is a thin and deadly dagger. Despite its seemingly unassuming appearance, the Vibroblade possesses a vibrating cutting edge that can slice through enemy armor with ease. Uh, but my three. only question is, is it monomolecular? Oh, yes, definitely. It has to be. Yeah, It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a must at this point. Good, good, good. <laughs> number three reaper bolter another weapon unique to the redactors is a reaper bolter a rapid firing suppressed bolt pistol custom engineered by the audio hereticus tech adepts this pistol allows the redactors to unleash a barrage of deadly silent bolts making it ideal for covert operations and stealthy engagements the reaper bolter ensures that their enemies meet a swift and silent end leaving no trace of their presence Number four, Oblivion Infuser. As masters of erasing all traces of their existence, the Redactors employ a small pistol-like syringe known as the Oblivion Infuser, filled with a potent substance created through alchemical and psychic means. This tool is used to inject those who have encountered the Redactors with a specialized serum that, forcefully in that is forcefully injected into the target. The Redactors focus on a simple, effective, uh, effectiveness and darkness of the armor which serves to emphasize the ominous presence on the battlefield their enigmatic aura and silent demeanor strike terror into the hearts of those who encounter them leaving their phones haunted by the memory of a relentless and merciless judgment delivered by the emperor's shadowy enforcers capable of striking without being remembered or traced their tools of darkness precision and memory manipulation embody the dread that is their name installs in those who unknowingly face the Emperor's judgment through the enigmatic actions. That's very cool. Um, all of this is very cool how it all plays out and how a lot of these tools aren't necessarily fatal because it's not about that. It's almost about like reindoctrination almost. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, like they obviously they still will kill a lot of the, the far gone heretics, but it isn't necessarily about that. You know, we hear about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I guess the best example would be, like, the Space Wolves when they shut down the Inquisition from destroying a bunch of the uh, 
Imperial Guard during the first war of Armageddon. Ah, yes, like, yes, yes. You know, these guys would have been perfect to go in and kind of do these mind darts, kind of erase the taint of chaos. So they kind of just have this blurry fog and they're like, where yeah, are we yeah, on yeah. Armageddon or where are we on Paradise Reef? I, I don't quite recall. <laughs> I've heard that's a great place to spend a holiday <laughs> in Panama. <laughs> Language. The redactors have developed a highly specialized form of communication known as whisper tongue. This unique language involves a series of co coded clicks, whistles, and other nonverbal sounds that might that only the members of the chapter can understand. Whisper tongue is closely guarded secret, known only to the redactors and their trusted allies within the Ordo Hereticus and the Sisters of Silence. Through the use of these coded sounds, the redactors can communicate effectively and covertly during missions, ensuring that their intentions remain concealed from potential threats and enemies. The precise clicks and whistles convey complex messages and tactical instructions, allowing the redactors to coordinate seamlessly in battle and carry out their operations with utmost efficiency. The training to learn Whisper Tongue is rigorous and demanding and is passed down from one generation of redactors to the next. Initiates must master the various combinations of clicks and whistles, honing their ability to convey a multitude of meanings. With these seemingly simple sounds, this unique form of communication fosters a strong sense of camaraderie and brotherhood among the redactors, strengthening their bond as they share in the secret language. When interacting with outsiders or those not initiated in the chapter, the redactors maintain their silence and rely on the squad leaders to use their high gothic of the Imperium. This silent demeanor only adds to the air of mystery and dread that surrounds them, leaving those who encounter them with a sense of unease. Um, and, and good news, we actually have a third guest on the show who is actually going to give us a quick little example of what this sounds like. Oh, oh no, she's gone. <laughs> Where's Ma Maru was here. She's hiding. She makes the best sounds, though. <laughs> okay, well, so go Google meerkat sounds, and we got a rough interpretation of what this sounds like. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I was going to compare it to to the old the old African languages because those are pretty <laughs> cool, but I thought maybe, maybe not. Maybe we'll save it for something else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they're already. I don't want to get racist here. But, no, I think it's a compliment. I think you're taking inspiration exactly. from one of the coolest languages on earth, one of the most beautiful, sing songy. It, I mean, it has, I think, what was it, like 50 something different sounds. It's just such a cool language. <laughs> Organization. The redactors operate as a non codex compliant Space Marine chapter, having been commissioned directly by the Ordo Hereticus to carry out their secretive and crucial missions. As such, the organizational structure reflects the unique role as the, the Emperor's shadowy enforcers. Through sm though small in number, consisting of only about 100 members, the redactors operate with deadly precision and unwavering devotion to the Emperor. With their Umbercroven squads, they strike fear into the hearts of those who dare to challenge the Imperium's sanctity. The whisper tongue binds them together, allowing them to communicate without words and reinforcing their sense of brotherhood. Their enigmatic organization and 
collaboration with the Ordo Hereticus and Sisters of Silence makes the Redactors a formidable force, defending the Emperor's realm from the darkness that seeks to corrupt it. Number one, Chapter Master, the Silent Arbiter, Head Apothecary. At the pinnacle of the Redactor's hierarchy stands the Chapter Master, known as the Silent Arbiter. The Silent Arbiter uh, possesses centuries of experience and unmatched tactical acumen. His identity is shrouded in mystery, and only a select few from the chapter are privy to his true name and face. In addition to his role as Supreme Commander, he also holds the esteemed position of Head Apocathery. This unusual arrangement signifies the paramount importance of the Apocatherian in the chapter. And the, the silent arbiter's experience in both leadership and medical matters, he communicates with his brethren through the whisper tongue, issuing commands and guiding the chapter's actions from the shadows. The silent arbiter is a fearsome force in battle, combining his strategic brilliance with brutal ferocity. His mind works like a labyrinth, anticipating and countering enemy moves with precision where others would only see chaos. Wilding and Executioner's greatsword gifted to the chapter by the Knight Commander of the Sisters of Silence with lethal proficiency and monomolecularity, mono I guess is a word. I'll make that a word now. <laughs> monomolecularity. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> he strikes with unmatched speed and accuracy. With the silent arbiter leading the redactors, no stone is left unturned, no foe is safe. The enemies of the Emperor will learn to fear the shadows and hide from the chapter's wraith. Um, number two. Before we go to number two, so this is cool. I've never seen a chapter master and lead apothecary kind of combined. Like we see tech marines a lot, librarians a lot kind of leading, but I've never seen the apothecary. Now, is that kind of just because they're like making all the poisons, they're kind of doing torture on subjects, so like, you know, chemical reindoctrination on people? Is that kind of the thought? I think that that's a bit of it, but I've always thought it's strange. Like those those guys are in charge of the whole chapter seed, which is like the the backbone of the whole chapter. It's weird sure. that they're not put on like a level. I guess like maybe the blood angels put them quite high up. But yeah, and I think red scorpions are another chapter who yeah yeah like yeah too. But I think really they should be well up there as they are in charge of you know the well being of the chapter as well as. You know, they, they have the knowing of like what, what happened law wise, where mm. they are, where they're at, how many people are left, how many people are out of action. I think it just makes sense to have sure. someone no, with that knowledge in charge. I think it fits nicely. Okay. Number two, Umbra Croven. The redactors are organized into specialized units known as the Umbra Croven. Each Umbra Croven is led by a seasoned veteran known as a whisper keeper a whispered keeper who serves as both a tactical leader and a custodian of the chapter's secrets. The Umber Croven operates with considerable autonomy, allowing them to carry out their missions effectively and with a high degree of adaptability. Number three, chapter council. The chapter council consists of the silent arbiter and the whispered keepers of various Umber Croven. They convey in, in the darkest sanctums of the chapter's areas aboard the black ships. The chapter discuss, or the council discusses strategic matters, assesses potential threats to the Imperium, and decides on the chapter's actions in serving the Ordo Hereticus. Number four, Ordo Hereticus Liason. 
Although all the redactor chapters is under the direct command of the Ordo Hereticus, only a select few of the redactors are chosen to act as liaisons within the Ordo Hereticus, serving as a direct link between the chapter and the Inquisition. These individuals hold a title of Vox Arcana and play a crucial role in the coordination of the redactor's mission with the wider Inquisition efforts, as well as acting as the eyes and ears of the Ordo Hereticus on the ground as well. Number five, Apocatherian, Chosen Custodians. The Apocatherian, led by the cho Chosen Custodians, remains aboard the black ship, ensuring that the chapter's gene seed purity, healing, and advanced medical technologies are safe. The, the Apocatherians hold a paramount importance within the chapter. They are sworn to over all aspects of the chapter's medical and biological enhancements. So Number six. Before we get to number six, yeah, okay, so even going off this, like, yeah, so these guys are basically dealing with chaos a lot, or at least chaos taint. Maybe even yes. Xenos taint, any type of taint. So, yeah, I any guess. Any taint. Yeah, the, the Apothecary on being the leader, that makes even more sense now, like, because he's the one who's doing the tests on them. And, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He needs to know if his battle brothers, his the warriors under his command are still mentally sound and all that. Exactly. Because they're not, yeah. you know, they're not gray knights. They can't. Not full to chaos. Sorry, Bob. It's never happened. <laughs> and they're not uh, the what's the one chapter that's founded from the Grey Knights, and they will take a demon on. They're they're possessed themselves. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, exorcists. The exorcists. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even that, like, that's a different level of uh, <laughs> chaos state. So they're not these two, but you still need. Yeah, to they know. have to keep them quite quite far apart. Those I could see some <laughs> problems happening. <laughs> Cool. I might have to give them the, the sanctioned sponge soon for cleaning up things like that. <laughs> the holy sanctioned sponge. <laughs> the tears the of the emperor. passed on sweat. from centuries. That's what they use their sweat for. Those side <laughs> grenades and, and sanctioned, sanctioned sponges. <laughs> oh, man. Sisters of Silence collaboration. The redactors work hand-in-hand hand with the Sisters of Silence aboard their black ships. This collaboration ensures a seamless approach in hunting down heretics, traitors, and agents of chaos. Together they traverse the galaxy, purging the taint of chaos, ensuring the purity of the Imperium. Uh, seven. Chapter Liberian. Umbra Shroud. The Umbra Shroud is an exceptionally rare member of the redactors carefully chosen from among the most physically strong psychers discovered by the Sisters of Silence during their relentless pursuit of potential recruits. Those individuals possess not only exceptional psychic potential, but also the rare physical fortitude to withstand the unique challenges of a chapter's secretive missions. Handpicked for their ability to endure the potent psychic energies while within the presence of the Sisters, only five Umbra Shroud exist within the entire chapter. Their limited numbers make them highly valued, and their abilities to, are indispensable to the Redactor's covert operations, as well as an effective tool in the interrogation of potential psychic trait, are taint. Their psychic powers grant them the unique ability to obscure their presence and deceive their enemies, capable of creating mirages and illusions. They can sow confusion among the foes and cause them to be to see haunted apparitions in the heart of battle. Their mastery of shadow manipulation enables them to move undetected even in the most hostile environments. 
Despite being akin to Liberians of other chapters, the Umbra Shroud armor remains more or less the same as the rest of the redactors, void of symbols and markings. The main difference lies in the, integra uh, the integration of a psychic hood and an adapted helmet, enhancing their resistance to psychic assaults and ensuring better control over their powers. In combat, the Umbra Shroud Wilder modified, modified the Broblade as their force weapon, a weapon embedded with both the deadly efficiency of the traditional vibro blade and the po potent uh, the potency of a force weapon with each swing the blade cuts through enemy defenses with ease and its psychic essence adds an extra layer of devastation to their attacks now i personally thought this might be a bit too much i think especially the the ability to withstand sisters of silence i thought um like, yeah, yeah. I just like to think that, like, they're not on every battle together or, like, you know, these guys are off kind of... They're, they're giving themselves some space, at least. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's the biggest heresy that you wrote in this lore. I think there's a bigger one. But uh, I think we'll save that for a moment and talk about the cool things. Um, Organization, Do does this chapter still have chaplains? No. So I no, didn't put okay. chaplains in. Was there a reason for that or just kind of, you know, they already have so many layers of that defense. It's kind of a redundancy they didn't need. I thought maybe because the, the Imperium, like the, oh, not the Imperium, the Inquisition is so close with them anyway that it, yeah. it, they might, like if something's wrong, they'll get killed. And that's, that's it. There's no yeah. point, especially at, at the level of authority that they're acting at. It's probably best that they're just dead. Like there's no... Yeah, sure. yeah um yeah no this is very cool like i i like this secret force that goes in and eliminates targets but not kills them just kind of nullifies them you know uh they could go pacify an entire chaos cult and the cult wakes up the next morning and all of a sudden like they they change one or two wording in like the cult indoctrination that just yeah, changes yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole thing of it, you know, because they can't go in and change like the entire mind. But yeah, you change change to God Emperor and all of a sudden you got a pretty sweet Imperial cult. They're just nudists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just nudists. <laughs> um, the the unique war gear that you've come up with for them is super cool. Uh, and we'll start maybe with the, the Shadowfall Needler. This wrist-mounted dart gun. Um, super cool. I've got that off Iron Man. Okay. Iron Man has that little that little missile launcher. Oh, it's yeah, a missile. yeah. I, I thought it's just cool. Like, there's no movement of taking up. There's just straight wrist up. Bang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I could see them, like, you know, they're just crouching around, and then they grab a guy from behind by the mouth and then just needle her in the neck, yeah. you know? Like, it, yeah. Hands yeah, no free destruction. Karate chops. <laughs> um, I, I it's cool all the sisters of silence war gear in here, like uh the vibro blade, and then the chapter master has uh the execution executioner blade. Uh pretty cool these kind of little ties and opens up a lot of cool conversion opportunity. Oh yeah, so I, I also ages ago bought Sisters of Silence and never used them. So I thought, you know. I need an excuse. Yeah, yeah. And those kits, they come with, like, uh, they're dual kits, so you buy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
get you get so many extra weapons. So I think you even get extra legs. Oh, really? So you could, yeah, legs. I think even shoulder pads, heads. You can, yeah. It's a, it was a. I thought. Yeah, they like, either the way limit it's you sold is like different. Yeah, torsos is kind of what they choose to to do. Yeah, it is a bit weird though because the the stances are all determined, which is an <laughs> I don't like that. I've never liked that. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. <laughs> I I haven't built a model from instructions uh ever. I think they're always. Yeah, I don't like doing it either. No, even no. with I I made one of these guys and he's like every little segment, even his fingers, I've I've cut up and repurposed to a different way. Uh, cool. <laughs> more fun. You put like you just drill holes and you put wires and you can just pretty much do whatever you want with them. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. You there have you to go. post some pictures of that. Oh yeah, um, I'll do that. Yeah, I I I just love the whole stealth theme. You know, you got the Reaper uh, silenced bolt bolter or whatever. Um, the Oblivion Infuser. Oh yeah, that was a cool name. I like those. I I it's old. Uh, what's it called? I go onto the internet and look up blah 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 generator for names and yeah. chuck stuff in. <laughs> uh, filled with a potent substance created from alchemical and psychic means, this tool is used to inject those who have encountered the redactors with a specialized serum that forcefully is injected into the target. So is is it just like a, a forget me now type serum? Yeah, like, pretty well, much. Yeah. Okay. I think. On top of this law, I wrote an actual story for them where they use it. And it's cool. just they, they got, I don't know if I should ruin it, but they pretty much went to a world, killed the, killed the, you know, the chaos thing. All the Imperial Guard are like, yeah, we did it. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> now we start. And they just line <laughs> them all up and just start injecting them with stuff. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Um, what are the cool little things here? Of course, the language pretty neat. Um, I don't know how you have complex conversations, but hey, it's not me to decide that. Yeah, I mean, the the thing with the the clicks and stuff, I've always thought it's weird. Like sisters of silence communicating with sign language. What happens if you're like thirty meters away? Can you still see the pants? I'm like, surely yeah, yeah. you know sh that's cool and all, but you can't really do anything when you you're apart from each other. Yeah, yeah. So having a click, clicks travel, whistles travel. I thought, yeah, you know, we'll ignore the Vox cast. <laughs> so I like, let's call her ninety-five percent of it. Let's get to the dirty five percent. So they are founded by the Ordo Hereticus. Um, yes. You know, back in the day, back before Primarits and 8th edition, I would have been really fucking salty about this. Like, no, we know who exactly can found Space Marine chapters, and they're not it. Only the High Lords of Terror can, and I think one other thing, and I forget what that is. Um, But, like, with Primaris, man, they're doing all types of new things. Like, now for them yeah. to do this, like, it's not... I could see it happening as a one-off. I could. I think that's why I made the 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 model that I made is a Primaris Marine. And I yeah. thought, you know, I, I'm not gonna use the, the the actual good marines on this. Yeah. I'll use <laughs> good marines. Yeah. It's it's all it's all Jono's fault. He made a he made a, a painting contest and it had to be a Primaris Marine. I really didn't want to <laughs> do one, but he said, No, you have to do that. 
So I bought the, I bought what's it the Black Templar, you know the the box. So I get the scouts still, so I can say no, oh, no, no, yeah. no. I bought it for the scouts. I didn't buy it for <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I said, it's not the biggest thing nowadays. Uh, it's cool that like they're tied to the sisters. Maybe I would have liked to see it just like they're just tied to the sisters of silence and not the order hereticus, but not a big deal. I was that was the hard. Like, I was gonna do that originally, and then I thought, I'm not really sure if the sisters are like straight after chaos or or they're after other things. And I thought it might be cool to just have a chaos thing more than a. Because then they'll be like, oh, no, this is just, um, what's its name? I've completely forgotten their name. The the guy, the space marines made out of all the chapters. And the Death Watch? Yeah, the Death Watch, yeah. I thought, I, I don't want to make it too Death Watch. It's pretty much Death Watch at this point anyway, but yeah, I wanted to make it a little bit more special. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, you know, there is chapters that are being controlled by the Inquisition, so... It's not the biggest heresy. And yeah, I guess you're right. Like I was thinking, yeah, lean it towards more the Sisters of Silence and they created and stuff. But you're right. They're not necessarily worried about hunting down chaos and keeping secrets and doing yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of things. Like that's not their role in the Imperial. But I thought, you know, it, it's cool because they're, they're off after psychers anyway. And not all psychers are going to be like, oh, wow, I've got psychic abilities. I'm the man. I'm out yeah. here to save the world. They'll be like straight. There'll be some weird, weird little, little guy in a corner doing some chaos <laughs> magic or what. This guy's after those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, and then yeah, there's no like chapters or anything. They just kind of send teams out. The the Umbra. Uh, Umbra Crovin. Umbra Crovin. Yeah, they just kind of send them out depending on. How much they need to kind of accomplish yeah i thought as well like the the whole aim for the chapter was just easy painting but <laughs> i thought as well like if you're gonna make them small squads then you can just play kill team and that's easy enough to do as well yeah yeah it's, yeah 10 guys at the most yeah and no one uses sisters of silence so it's a good excuse to wrangle them in as well that's such yeah. a good cool interesting little thing that no one they just get avoided. No, well, now they don't even have that cool ship anymore. They've got rid of Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm, yeah. I I wonder if uh Yeah, so they're they're on the black ships, these guys, which means they're kind of spread out across the galaxy. Is there any tame any way that they kind of maintain cohesion across their whole chapter, or is it kind of really broken down and car compartmentalized so like every black ship has the exact crew that it needs to kind of be self-sufficient and do what it has to yeah i think that's why i put them in like a little council so that come i don't know like if you can imagine like a jedi council kind of thing like there's the the seats and then you have the guys on the the little holograms mm. and they just meet every once a minute yeah, oh, yeah, yeah i found this guy but there couldn't sure. be too much. I think there's more black ships than there'd be possible for for a hundred marines. Yeah, and yeah. And you'd yeah. probably want I don't know, you'd probably want if there's five of those psychers, you'd probably just want like five separate groups of them. Yeah. No, no, it, that's cool. Um yeah, no, great little piece of lore. Um is there anything else that you would like expand to them? Uh, I know you're writing a short story for them. 
that might yeah, I've be. got the the little. I think it'd be cool. Like that, that work well for short stories, but not yeah. from their perspective. From other people's perspective, would be cool. Ooh, yes, okay, yeah, and it's just like you could really then play into that fear aspect instead of yeah, yeah, the enemy yeah. was a fake. Yeah, it's like that you can they see a wisp of black run across the screen. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, yeah. Like um, like I I my wife as well. She she loves horror films, and and there, there's a bit of horror in. I think regular fantasy, but it sucks. Like I've listened to the books. Who reads? No one reads. <laughs> I I listen to them. Yeah, and and they're just not good. But this, I think, for for what forty k is, it just makes sense that there'd be a bit more horror. Yeah, um, like yeah, one of the most terrifying things would be would be Alzheimer's to have that where it's just like, and you know you're you're you know that you're about to not know anything ever again. You know. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. Uh, this kind of would happen to the 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 people that come in contact with them where they kind of get this like Alzheimer's type thing where they they are missing huge portions of their life and they just yeah kind of terrifying i have kinda... a son <laughs> yeah, this... <laughs> cool um yeah is there uh anything else i don't i was thinking of I don't know. Now now you've said good old chaplains. I do like chaplains. Yeah. You know, uh, if, I, I, maybe I if you don't have a really... full-on chaplain, I think you should have, like, the... Uh, Some uh, form of enforcer or something like that. Yeah, what is that new chaplain called with, like, the time shift device and, like, the... Gri- uh, ah, yes, yes. Yeah, maybe you have those guys instead where you don't have like chapters chaplains who are leading sermons and prayers you just have the executioner chaplain yeah yeah he just comes in with a bolt gun here we go bam <laughs> one more down yeah he just walks in i guess he'd walk into the recruits and oh, i didn't really get into recruiting hmm. i thought i did but yeah they pretty much just go around with the sisters and then if they find someone within the population that they've wiped they just take them yeah like and the they've, sisters they've... are already abducting a bunch of people what's exactly. one or two more people <laughs> and they won't remember anyway <laughs> that's nice oh oh it's so sweet it's like so they steal infants from crying mother's arms and like don't worry you won't remember this <laughs> yeah <laughs> So tiny. There we go. <laughs> oh, my, oh, wait. I have a son. <laughs> I have a son again. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah I, I feel like the chapter would be in confusion a lot. Like, you know, they're, they're mind blanking each other constantly, but it doesn't really matter. Like, they don't need yeah, to know exactly. too much. They're just there for the job. The job yeah. gets done. Everyone forgets. On to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, any last thoughts? I don't think so. I just that story. I, I have finished the story. Uh, yeah, I'll maybe we'll find s- it, though. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do another episode with that for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, if you guys have... Well, thank you, Sam, for writing that. That was pretty fucking oh, no, cool. No problem. If you guys have lore that you would like to submit, you can submit to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can help me out on Patreon, Lorehammer Listener Lore. Uh, yeah, we love reading what you got. It's only a dollar. 
It's only a dollar, I've been told. All right, well, see you guys on the next episode, and have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.